Hello, Tivas family and friends. Thank you for tuning in to Toronto West Devotional Podcast, where we take time to refocus, refresh, and reflect on God's word and practical ways to apply it to our lives. My name is Lana James, and this week we are going to be focusing on embracing yourself. Hope you are blessed. This week's devotion is taken from the story, I Hate Being Different, by Marie Latta. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want you to use me. Let me be your mouth. Let me be your presence. Let me change and form into the person or the words you want me to say. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Kurt stopped and fished in his pocket for the package of lifesavers. That familiar feeling was creeping up on him again. He'd planned to shoot just a few baskets, but when Jim came by, the few had lengthened to a good half-hour workout. As he popped a couple of candies into his mouth, Jim asked, Aren't you going to share? Oh, sure, sorry. Kurt held out the package for Jim. Sometimes he forgot the simple courtesies. Now, would be the perfect time to tell Jim about his insulin reactions, but somehow the words just wouldn't come out. Hey Jim, in case I start acting goofy sometime, would you be a friend and tell me to get eat some candy or a glucose tablet? See, I have this dumb disease that when I get too much exercise, don't eat enough lunch, or just tense, my blood sugar takes a downfall and i need something to eat right away no that wasn't cool and if he couldn't discuss it with jim he sure didn't want to talk about it with it with the others especially someone like stephanie he'd walk her home from church last week and he liked her a lot he didn't want her to think of him as some kind of freak Kurt had been just fine all his life, right up until last August. Then it seemed like he was thirsty all the time, so tired he fell asleep watching the 6 o'clock news. And when he got on the scales, he saw that he'd lost 7 pounds. His mother had been worried and scheduled a doctor's appointment. From that day on, life changed. When he came out of his week-long stay in the hospital, he was no longer Kurt star of the basketball team, this guy whom every sought for help with Matt. From that day on, he was Kurt the diabetic. It wasn't the diet, giving up the desserts, and counting starches and stuff that he disliked so much. It wasn't even the shots of insulin three times a day. What he hated was being different. He no longer could stay late at the gym after school. He had to eat his meals at the proper time. He couldn't make a meal out of potato chips and malted, but it had been fun. Sometimes he felt strange about having to do blood tests before he took his insulin. It wasn't anything to be ashamed of, but he was the only one in the crowd who did it. 
No, the worst thing about diabetes wasn't that it set him apart. He was different. That night at dinner, his father asked, How are you doing at school, son? Kurt answered automatically, Great. His mother glanced up at him. You don't sound great. Really, I'm okay, Kurt said. The next day at school, right at lunchtime, Kurt wasn't okay. He had already tested his blood sugar and taken insulin and was heading for the cafeteria when he felt dizzy. Something that often occurred when his blood sugar was getting low. He dug into his pocket for candy, then he realized he hadn't replaced the package yesterday after giving Jim the last pieces. I need something to eat, Kurt thought, and I need it now. Jim was ahead of him on the stairs. Hey, Jim, Kurt said. Do you have any candy on you? Jim shook his head. Nope. Kurt was beginning to sweat. I feel like I'm having an insulin reaction, and I need to eat something right away. Jim held up a snack. I've got my lunch. Would peanut butter sandwich help? Gratefully, Kurt took the food Jim held out. Thanks. I'll eat your lunch if you'll let me buy you something in the cafeteria. Sitting at the lunch table later, Jim said, I don't know why you didn't tell me sooner about being diabetic. It's no big deal. Kurt ran his hands through his hair. I just hate being the only one who's different. Jim grinned. Jim grinned. You're different, all right. You've got the biggest feet in school. Without waiting for Kurt's response, he continued. If you think about it, we're all different. My dad says, God didn't want everyone to be the same. Too boring. So he made some of us short, some of us tall, some of us fat, some of us thin. And some folks have asthma or break out in hives when they eat strawberries. Being diabetic isn't fun, I'm sure, but you're still the same old Kurt. <laughs> Big feet and all. Kurt smiled. You're right. Thanks for reminding me. Jim pushed back his chair. We'd better go or we'll be late to English. Kurt rose too. Speaking of English, have you got your oral re report ready to go? Jim shook his head. I haven't set up, settled on a topic. How about you? Kurt sighed. Nothing. Why don't you give a talk on diabetes? You could educate us all and maybe get an A. I'll think about it, Kurt said. The more he thought, the better he liked the idea. By the following Monday, he was ready. He took along his blood testing kit, a bottle of insulin, and he explained to his class that his pancreas was not producing insulin, that if he acted strange, well, stranger than usual, he said with a grin, that he needed to eat something immediately. After class, Stephanie caught up to Kurt in the hall. That was the most interesting report we've had yet, she said. My mom's a diabetic too, and we follow her diet. Lots of fresh fruit and veggies. Actually, I think we eat better than most of my friends. Your mom's a diabetic? I would have never known. My cousin takes piano lessons from her. He says she's terrific. Yes, the way my mom puts it, she didn't ask for diabetes, but she got it, so she might as well accept it. After all, she didn't do anything to deserve her musical talent either, but she's glad God gave her that. Stephanie turned to Kurt. 
I think each of us a special combination of God-given talents and problems all wrapped up in one package. Like me, I'm left-handed with red hair and green eyes. I'm good in English, but wrong in math. And I was adopted when I was a baby. And I detest Brussels sprouts. Each of us is unique, one of a kind. I like Brussels sprouts, Kurt, Oz, but I get what you're trying to say. As they walked in silence down the hall, Kurt thought, Okay, so I'm different, but I like the way Stephanie says it better. I'm one of a kind. That's not so bad. In Deuteronomy 34, 10 to 12, No prophet has arisen again in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unparalleled for all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do against the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to his land, and for all the mighty acts of power and terrifying deeds that Moses performed in sight of all Israel. No one has come along like Moses. He was one of a kind. He knew the Lord face to face. To top it all, the miracles performed through him while he was leading Israel in the desert, he struck a rock and water came out. He was walking humbly in the Lord's footsteps. It is good to stop and remember those men and women who went before us, who set the example for following Jesus. And not to idolize them, but model our lives after them. The Apostle Paul told us to follow him as we followed Christ. Study the life of Moses and discover why he was one of a kind. We are all one of a kind. Even if we're not doing these great grand miracles, we have our gifts and talents. And yeah, we may have to overcome some tribulations as well, but we're special. And I know our parents tell us that, and some close friends may tell us that, as well as some teachers, but it's not the same. You have to take that time to realize, just look in the mirror and say, I am one of a kind. Nobody is like you. As much as you try to follow people on Instagram, YouTube, or even at school, the reality is you could never be someone else. Nobody can ever be you. Our fingerprints are different. Our eyes are different. The way we walk is different. Yes, you may look somewhat like your mom or somewhat like your dad or somewhat like your grandparents, but you don't look exactly like them. You look like you. You just need to learn to embrace that. Thank you again for tuning into T-West, where we take time to refocus, refresh, and reflect. Before you go, let's meditate on the song by Tori Kelly, titled Masterpiece.
When you look at me Do you see a work of art in the making? Sketch up what I'll be mm-hmm. I wonder what you see in me Like what do you think? When my life is not a melody in the morning And I feel a beat yeah. Do you still believe in me? you a masterpiece you probably feel like a catastrophe you in a married day saying ugh like masterpiece that ain't really how it had to be now hold up listen yeah. you acting totally different you got a whole new position yeah. you are the running bobby ricky whole new addition you think i'm totally kidding but hold up a minute don't compare yourself with none of them you want to want and ain't no synonym a master artist take a mess and make a masterpiece and look at you you've been a gem you're shining
Let us pray. To Heavenly Father, I just want I just wanted to ask for your help in reminding us that we are one of a kind. Yes, we are made in your image, but we are our own masterpiece. You made each no masterpiece, no painting, no artwork. You can practice a song, but it will always be different, whether it's a pitch higher or a pitch lower. Something's always going to be different. And we thank you for making us different. We thank you for creating each one of us different. Thank you for the talents, the blessings, and even the problems we overcome, because that's what makes us us. And we just want to ensure and remind you that we are grateful as much um, hardships that may come or as much problems that we may see we do remember and appreciate that we are different in jesus name i pray amen we hope you are blessed and we'll see you next week